0: Hello and welcome to What the F Just Happened Today, your essential guide to the daily shock and awe in national politics. I'm Joe Amditis, let's get to it. It's Thursday, December 14th, 2023. Welcome to Day 1059. The White House warned Israel that its high-intensity war in Gaza needs to transition to the next lower-intensity phase in a matter of weeks, not months. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan called on Israel to end its large-scale ground campaign in the Gaza Strip and to adopt more surgical and precise tactics in its war against Hamas. Biden administration officials believe that moving to a lower-intensity fighting will decrease civilian casualties, allow more humanitarian aid into Gaza, and decrease the risk for regional war. The rate of civilian deaths in Gaza has outpaced those of other conflict zones in the 21st century including the deadliest moments of U.S.-led attacks in Iraq, Syria, and Afghanistan, which were themselves widely criticized by human rights groups. More than 18,700 Palestinians have now been killed, 70% of whom are women and children. The vast majority of Gaza's 2.2 million people are also displaced, and roughly half of the population is facing starvation. Still, the Israeli Defense Minister told Sullivan that Hamas will be destroyed and that it will last more than several months, but we will win. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu also pledged to press ahead with the offensive, saying, Nothing will stop us. We are going on to the end. Until victory, nothing less. Earlier this week, Biden warned Israel that indiscriminate bombing of Gaza was costing it the support of the international community. Meanwhile, Vladimir Putin suggested that Western support for Ukraine is collapsing and that there would be no peace until Russia achieves its goals. Putin vaguely defined the goals of his special military operation as the demilitarization and denazification of Ukraine, the same justifications that he used to launch the invasion nearly two years ago. Putin's annual four-hour news conference called Results of the Year with Vladimir Putin comes the same week that Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky visited the United States to make a last-ditch plea to Capitol Hill for more U.S. military aid. Congressional Republicans, however, have refused to approve additional aid for Ukraine unless it includes unrelated U.S.-Mexico border security reforms. European Union leaders, on the other hand, agreed to open negotiations for Ukraine to join the EU. Moving on, the House and Senate approved an $886 billion defense policy bill. The National Defense Authorization Act now heads to Biden's desk, where he is expected to sign it into law. The annual defense bill provides a 5.2% pay raise for military personnel, the largest raise for service members in more than two decades, but also temporarily reauthorizes a warrantless surveillance program. Notably, many of the conservative provisions, like policies to restrict abortion access and transgender health care in the military, were stripped from the package. And finally, without any evidence of high crimes or misdemeanors, House Republicans voted to authorize an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. Republicans alleged that Biden and his family engaged in an influence-peddling scheme and took payments from foreign adversaries, despite a year-long investigation by Republicans on the House Judiciary and Oversight Committees that has produced zero evidence of wrongdoing. Following the party-line vote of 221 to 212, Biden denounced the inquiry as baseless and accused Republicans of ignoring the country's pressing challenges, saying, instead of doing anything to help make Americans' lives better, they are focusing on attacking me with lies. Instead of doing their job on the urgent work that needs to be done, they are choosing to waste time. Republicans are also moving to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress for refusing to comply with their subpoena to have him testify privately. Hunter Biden said he is willing to testify publicly, citing concerns about Republicans manipulating any private testimony. That's all for now. You can find the links and sources for all of these stories on the main website. And as always, visit today.com for the latest news and headlines. Until next time, I'm Joe Andidas.